And now, on with the show. It's like a blast in the past. Welcome to the Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. Yep. We're here. <laughs> we're three dudes deep. That's right. We're here. We're queer. We're queer. We don't to. want any more bears. Yeah, Sean is sucking his dad's dick. Like he's his biannual sucking his dad's dick trip. Yep. Oh, is he here? Well, his dad comes up here once, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then he sucks his dick then, too, so. It's not much of a trip. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's more of a staycation of sucking your own dad's dick. <laughs> <laughs> what did we watch tonight, Gogs? We watched The Shallows. Yes, The Shallows. Starring uh, uh, Not Blake to be confused Wiley. with Sean Sucking's Dad's Dick. That would be The Swallows. Nah. Boom. That's comedy, people. Take notes. It's still Sharktober, even though I don't think any of us are really jazzed about Sharktober. I was so pumped up for this month, but like immediately I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I think it's out like, like, shark movies are all pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. They're like, a little do we more... need to watch four? I'm glad the mole, or the, uh, the, the... 200 episode broke it up. Yeah. Who shot Captain Alex? Was... I mean, we're only 15 days into October. Like, there's not been that many. Yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway. Mm. Uh, yeah, so no Sean this week. And plus Gogs this week. So, net gain? Possibly. Yeah, probably a few pounds. Yeah. <laughs> we got a couple of them. Uh, all right. What'd y'all watch this week? Gogs. I watched. Nice. Two things. Two Stereo. things. Uh, I watched. Um, well, this the is. The Between a, Two Ferns movie. And this is like two weeks worth because. Well, we I only watched two things. Uh, you know, so, <laughs> in two weeks. Still two things. Yeah. yeah. Still two things. But I had two things. Fair enough. I watched Between Two Ferns, the movie. Which is on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix original. Yeah, and uh, it's a yeah, Netflix crossover with Funny or Die. I liked it. I mean, it's very simple. What the hell is it about? It's about, so Zach, it is Zach Galifianakis and Between Two Ferns. And the idea is that he, I mean, he's Zach Galifianakis. And he's just this loser on You're this. saying he's playing himself. Yes. Okay. He's doing, it, and Between Two Ferns, the setup is, it's a... North Carolina public access channel show. Okay. That Will Ferrell in the sh- in the movie who owns Funny or Die in the movie. Right. Basically buys the rights to Between Two Ferns and forces all of his celebrity friends to go on it because That's funny. He thinks that everyone thinks Zach's an idiot. That's pretty good. Zach either I forget if he does or he basically kills Matthew McConaughey during an interview. <laughs> Okay. And destroys his studio. So then uh, Will Ferrell comes down with like, it's like some sort of, he's kind of being like a god emperor of Funny or Die. And he demands of Zach Galifianakis to produce 10 more episodes of Between Two Ferns. And if he does so and gets to California by 
whatever, some uh, some time frame. How does he have to get to California if he's producing a show? I don't understand. He's in North Carolina. He's yeah. got to take it on the road, oh. go cross country, okay. get 10 interviews, and then be at California at like 9 a.m. on whatever date. And then he will get his own primetime talk show. Okay. So it becomes him Classic, and- like... Like cannonball uh, run, yeah, rat yeah. race, or like even like a million, even like major from, league. You know, right. you have to get from here to here, and then you'll win. So, I mean, a bulk of it is just Zach Galifianakis, okay. okay, right? I mean, it's from point par- to point, different parameters, sure. Like travel versus winning baseball games. I mean, it, but really, winning a baseball game is like traveling. Are you thinking think of basketball? Oh, yeah. Traveling <laughs> basketball, <laughs> not baseball. You got me on that one. But yeah, no. He's, he's, so he's he's going cross country with his uh, his group of. Oh, off his top, crew. Can I off? interrupt you real quick? Somebody at my work was like, "Oh, dude, what do you think about the Mystics?" It's like, "What? The fuck are you talking about?" Title or something, They're like the Mystics. I'm like, "I don't know what that is." They're like the WNBA team. I'm like, "The WNBA is still a league? I had no idea." They win. <laughs> yeah, apparently, they won their championship. So, like, that that actually is one of the the good family guy jokes. It's like it's something about like. Uh, Oh, they thought that Razzle Dazzle or uh, Razzle Dazzle wouldn't beat, uh, you know, uh, being uh, by the book. We'll let the fan decide. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Anyway, I legit had no idea what this guy was talking about. Like, I was like, "What the fuck is a mystic?" I yeah, still, there's still a thing. Washington Mystic. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that league makes any money. It's I think subsidized, subsidized by the NBA. By the NBA. Well, you know. Which I'm still surprised makes any money. To be honest, NBA makes up. Apparently, it's yeah. like a, one of the most successful leagues. And Adam Silver looks like he's dying. International, like M- NBA's, like football's not played around the world. Baseball is in some countries. Yeah, NBA basketball's played everywhere. That's why we bow down to <clears> China. All over Europe, all over the Middle East. Like they have like international leagues all over the world. Huh. Yeah, interesting. Big deal. Oh, but anyway, this movie was... It so was, it was good? You I mean, it? it's basically, like, it's just, like, a whole bunch of his, like, Between Two Ferns sketches, which I, like, are hilarious. Yeah, they're great. And it's just Zach Galifianakis being Zach Galifianakis. How I mean, much, like, in-between shit is there? It's probably about 50-50. Oh, okay. It's probably 50-50, like, interviews, and then him just being, like, a goofball, and then his handler... And it's, it's shot as a documentary. Okay. So he has hired a film crew to document him doing Between Two Ferns when all this goes down, and then it's shot like that. But uh, I liked it. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, I also watched Midsummer. Yes. Which I, I liked. Alec hated. Gotcha. Did you hate it? He went from just thinking it was okay to now every time I post about it, he just says how terrible yeah. it is. I will say if people the, did, would stop saying how it's the best movie ever, I probably wouldn't hate it as much. Uh-huh. But the I more know, people say how great it is and how it just... It's pretty great. I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm pulling gogs. I'm being defiant. And Good for you. Defiant and... Uh, yeah, I mean I don't know if it's Bitter. the best movie ever, but uh, I thought it was pretty good. Ari uh, Aster. Ari Aster has a has a great eye. Yeah, um, I thought it was you know it's well acted. The boyfriend's a complete fucking dick, and you hate him. You but what I thought here's what threw me off about Midsummer. Go ahead, and I sort of explained this to you, and, and when I was texting you about it, the fact. Like, the twist to the movie was that there was no twist? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I Like, the movie turned out to be what what subverted my expectations was that the movie was exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it... It's not like a movie that's predicated on a twist, I don't think. It's, oh, it's not, but you would, you would think that... 
I mean, I think the twist you would is think the potentially, end- like, the fact that it's a movie about a relationship, and it's not really a movie about, like, the cult itself. Right, I mean, like, it's, it's all big, like, allegory, whatever, for the sure. relationship. All horror movies are, like, well, good horror movies are always allegories. But, yeah, I mean, I think that, I think that's what makes it interesting. I mean, I think, like, a lot of people are like, well, it's like the Wicker Man. It's like, well, yeah, but it's like, message is completely different, and the way it's all is built up is completely different. I mean, you you know that the the Holga or whatever, there's something up with them. Like, right. it's not surprising when it's like, oh, yeah, like... But that's the thing. I kind of expected there to be a little more, in some ways, to it. It was very, it was a very straight line. Yeah. And it's a straight line well, anticipated. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I think, like, again, I, I think that, yeah, narratively it's a straight line, but I think, like, the dynamics between... Danny and Christian are interesting. I think Danny is an interesting character. Well, yeah, she's just like, so it's, like it's the the complexity comes from like other stuff other than just the the plot, the straight narrative. This, right. the, you know what I mean? Like it, and I think that's important. Like I think in a lot of movies, like uh, I remember getting really defensive when people said that Fury Road didn't. Ha- I know I bring that movie up a lot, but. Um, Fury, like, a lot of critics were like, Fury Road has no plot. It's like, no, it has tons of plot. Like, it's just, it doesn't have a lot of dialogue. Like, that's not the same fucking thing. Like, pay attention to the movie. Like, there's, like, I think that the characters in Fury Road are way more developed than, like, most movies. Oh, yeah. Like, you know more, like, you know, I walked away from that movie knowing way, a lot more about that whole world in fucking that little bit with that what 20 lines of dialogue than I did in in the half the movies I watched so yeah Mac the character Max himself is developed better in like 20 lines than anything yeah. than most but I think like I don't know I think that kind of stuff is I think that's what makes it interesting personally but that's just me well, I, I like I like Midsummer a lot but uh, I like the guy's the guy's eye is like great he, Ari Aster makes really good looking films yeah, he, and he's got really uh, between this and Hereditary, uh, or Heredity. It's me. Hereditary. Is it Hereditary? First time, yeah. Um, I've been saying Heredity, but it's Hereditary. But it's uh, he does a lot with casts of people that are like unexpected. Like Tony Collette, right, was in Heredity, Hered- but Hereditary, and but that was really the only person. You, oh, and um, and Doc Ock, Alfred yeah. Molina. He wasn't in. Peter Byrne or Dave, oh, Gabriel Byrne. Gabriel Byrne. I'm sorry, Peter Byrne. They're basically the same person. Who fucks Peter Byrne? Is he a singer so for? Is that the guy from the Talking Heads? I believe no, so. that's David Byrne. Shit, so many Burns. But maybe John Byrne from the fucking classic uh, '70s Marvel comics. Yeah, but like uh, the the Danny. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything before. Florence Pugh is her name. She's going to be in the new Black Widow movie. Oh. Well, she was in Fighting With My Family. Yeah, she played Paige in Fighting oh. With My Family, which I still haven't seen, which I heard was good. Um, yeah, you liked her. Yeah. And what's his name from We're the Millers? And then That guy uh, is good. That guy is a good in he is. pretty he's, much yeah, everything. He's a little piece of garbage in this movie. but And then Cheaty from A Good Place. Yeah, which is I still haven't watched. That's a good show. But yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I need to watch it. Yeah, I liked it too. I'm sorry Alec didn't like it as much. Don't be sorry. You didn't make it. I mean, I would be proud. I wish I could make something like that. But anyway, he teach their own. Mm. He's gonna get real mad at the Alex. Gonna be real mad at the end of the year because unless something comes along, that is number one on my list. Mm. Well, the Rise of Skywalker hasn't come out yet. So. <laughs> oh, coming hot. I saw a new trailer for it that makes it, look, it looks a lot better than the original trailer. Dude, that fucking that one trailer they show where they show like the whole saga, like and then it's like it's led to this. It's like fuck you, like God. Oh, that's the good one. Oh, 
Oh. That's the good trailer. Oh. It's that good, good. I also am not as down on that Birds of Prey movie as I don't know. I don't think it are. looks very good. I mean, I'm going to go see it, yeah. but I don't think it looks very good. It looks. It's got, it's got your girl in it playing the Huntress. I know. I know. Who that? Uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. Mm. Yeah, she looks fantastic. Well, anyway, um, moving on. Yeah. Alec. TJ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I watched, I, I want to say I watched, it's funny because, so when we did uh, Who Killed Captain Alex, I want to say I watched other movies, but then we pushed it off to this week. So honestly, I, I'm going to say I watched two things, but I think I watched more than that. I just can't remember. Just two of them. Uh, two you I'm not going to talk about Sean's homework. I did watch that. And, what was that? That fucking Atlas Shrugged Part 1. <laughs> Oof. Dude. That was like joke homework. It's so bad. Oh, just to make him mad. Joke homework that's like super long and awful. Atlas Shrugged, a.k.a. Why does everyone want to fuck Dagny Taggart? But you know what's funny about it? I, I, I'll get into it when Sean's here so he can get the full breadth of my review. Because, mm -hmm. again, I'm like the only person that still defends Ayn Rand's books. Uh, uh, but uh, they don't even get that right. Really? They don't even like no. It, it's everybody doesn't want Hank well, Rudin right, trying to gonna, flower. I, again, I'm going to talk about this again with Sean. But the, okay, the first thing that they fuck up. So you've read it, right? Yeah. Have you read Alice Shrugged? Yeah. So they don't ever. It took give, me eight tries, but I finally yeah, did. It's it. very long, but they, they don't even. They never give a date as to when it takes place. But one is to assume that it takes place around the time it was written. So you think around like the 40s or the 50s. Mm -hmm. So, like, you, you remember how trains are, like, a big deal in this movie? That's or in a the, huge in the, deal. It's, like, the whole thing. So they they decided to make this movie in, like, the now times. Oh. So your whole subplot about, like, trains is, like, wait, what? Like, we Moving have... Moving freight wasn't... We a... have planes and trucks and, like, what? I don't know. Anyway, it's awful. It's fucking awful. And, like, I... I kind of cheated because I fast-forwarded it through a lot of this fucking mm. movie because I was just, like, in agony. I was, like... It's funny... I was doing other things, like, I do this sometimes with a movie I can't stand. Were you painting? I was drawing and I was painting, and I still was, like, <laughs> bored out of my mind. I was like, fuck this. Anyway, it's terrible. Um, Who's no, in this piece of garbage? It, no one. It's fucking, anyway. I'll talk about it more next week. Right. I, or I'll completely forget about it. Anyway, fuck you, Sean. Don't make, don't please, if, if you're throwing at this homework, don't torture me. Like, it's not even fair. <laughs> like, that's just mean. Uh, I watched Joker. Did you watch it as well? Uh, you were gonna go see it, right? I was gonna go see it, and then we got stuck in traffic. Wow. And then where are you going, White Marsh? Yeah, yeah, that, gonna, that's got, easy to do. With the... We got stuck in traffic going up there, so we missed the showing. Oh, and then I went sucks. to try to move it to the next showing, which had seats available. But like the re just, it was a mess, yeah, so we just didn't see it. Well, I won't spoil anything. Uh, Joker's and guys, you haven't seen it yet, mm -hmm. right? No. Um, <laughs> that's a silly question. Well, if y'all want to get together again, I'd love to see it again. I I would like to see it again. I'm not spoiling it. Um, I loved it. It's my second favorite movie of the year. Is his name Joe Kerr? No, it's it's a really amazing movie. Like I people advice hate it. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> I really don't like the whole like, like the all the the fucking mishigosh around this movie. Before it came out, all the woke folk, like all the fucking articles that are written before this movie, like how it, like you know, it praised violence and it was going to incite incels. That's a weird phrase to turn out. Is all bullshit. The movie's not about that shit at all, like at all. And then once it came out, 
then everybody had to like fucking everybody's like, whoa, we still need to be outraged about something, and then they're just writing articles left to write it. Like there was an article a couple days ago. They were like, uh, there's there's seen the movie where they use the song Rock and Roll Number Two. You know the song. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Gary Glitter diddle kids. Yeah. So th there was an article that was written that got passed around. It's like, oh, Joker used this song, so now Gary Glitter is going to get all these royalties, and this is fucked up. Fucking L.A. Times came out with something yesterday. Said uh, Gary Glitter sold his rights to this song. He's not going to get shit. But like, Google something, Pete. Like that. There's, you know what I mean. Like Jesus Christ. Anyway. I was just thinking about that because all that controversy. Because you can hear the high school from here. Everyone still band was playing. It. Everyone still plays. It was the song in Maryland we used to tell the teams they would suck. Go suck. Yeah, yeah. Da -da. Go suck. You suck. Sorry. <laughs> no. Go, go suck. Anyway, getting back. Hey, getting back to Joker. I, I'm not. I'm not going to spoil it, but I really. Everything about it I liked. I liked the way it was shot. I liked... I, Joaquin Phoenix should win an Oscar. He was absolutely amazing. Transformative. Like, I mean, we've all seen Joaquin Phoenix in a ton of movies. But, like, he loses... Shot the 8mm. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> he loses himself in this character. And I think that the portrayal of the Joker in this movie is like nothing I've ever seen in comics, in comics or in film. Like it's a it's a new take, and I really really liked it. Um, the movie does not pull any punches. Like it's pretty dark, but not in like the cheesy Suicide Squad way. Like it's like disturbingly dark. Mm -hmm. Like it gets into some like kind of hairy mental situations, and I loved it. Um, I thought it was gonna get into like the what was the what was the one story? The was it the Red Hood story? I'm talking about the Killing Joke. Oh yeah, so it's the where he, yeah, he he's like a failed comedian. Yeah. And, nah, they don't really get into that. Oh, okay. His comedian thing, I guess it's not really a spoiler. The the, the comedian thing. So he's so he, Arthur Fleck, like the main character, is like this very distraught, mentally ill man, and he's just trying to do anything to get attention, basically, to be significant to try to make his life mean something. Mm -hmm. So at at one point, he decides he's going to be a stand-up comedian. He's fucking terrible at it, mm. but it's a, I don't want to give too much away. It's, That's Bobby D. He's fantastic. It's great to see Robert De Niro actually try. Ah. Um, no, I mean he's still really good. Like you watch him in a, in a movie where he tries, you're like, oh yeah. Like I remember when he didn't sleepwalk through fucking movies. Can't wait for the Irishman. I, yeah, it's like three hours long. Yeah, I think it's like almost four. <sighs> But it's getting really good reviews. At least you can pause it on Netflix and yes. take a piss. Good yeah, take a dump. But I really, really like Joker. Uh, again, I'll talk about it a little bit more once everybody's seen it. Um, but I, I thought it was amazing. There wasn't anything I didn't like about it except... Well, that's not true. There's one bit that I can't stand. And I'll just say that it's the Batman shit that they decide to shoehorn into the movie that, seemed, that screams studio note. But... Even with that, it doesn't take away we from We've got to make sure everybody knows dude, the Joker is a Batman it's this film. Joker. It's fucking... It's not a different Dude, Joker. it's fucking obnoxious, and you could have just cut that all out. Bruce Wayne does not need to be in this movie at all. This isn't Joker Beyond. No, but the movie's great. Like, I, I really loved it. I can't believe Todd Phillips is the guy that directed this movie. So are you on his side now? Everybody's too easily offended by everything. No, and not... Incels should be in power. Is that that was his uh, that end part was his stance? Incel should be in power. I don't know about the second part, but I think that's specifically what he said. No, I don't. I think that I get kind of. I, I think that's a way too simplified thing. I get annoyed by like the comedians. Oh, you can't make jokes anymore. It's like uh, you can still make jokes. I don't really buy that shit. That's like boomer shit. It's like all they're saying. Like 
Like, comedians that say that shit are just mad they can't say hard F-words anymore and nobody, you know what I mean? Like, that's all that is. I, that's the way I look at it. And I mean, I'd say as tasteless jokes as that, the next guy, but like, grow up. Just make another joke. Yeah, find a better way. <laughs> like, you know, make yeah. New hotness. Yeah, jokes. back in... Back jokes. in 2002 is a different time. Like, go back and watch. Uh, uh, go back and watch old school. The first yeah. joke in that movie yep. is a hard F word. Yep. And you know what? I'm not going to sit here and tell you I didn't laugh at it. I thought that shit was hilarious. But you know what? Times now change. You're like, oh, yeah. Now I'm, oh, that doesn't that shouldn't I mean, change just, well. Well, it's one thing I get kind of irritated with with like kind of the discussion about things like that culturally. It's like you can't. People can't recognize. Yeah, you know what? I did laugh at that back at, back then. But, like, I understand now it's not the best thing to fucking laugh at. Like, you grow as a person. Right. But now it's like it's like when Louis C.K. got, like, tagged. And then there was a bunch of people like, well, I never thought he was funny. It's like, shut the fuck up. You did yeah, of course you did. Like, Because he was. He was hilarious. Yeah. It's, he was one of the best comedians out there for, you, like, five years. But you know, right. you all know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, people, they're just like, oh, it was... Like, like they see that joke in old school, be like, oh, I never thought that was funny. It's like, okay, right, sure you did. Anyway, uh, I love Joker, though. I really, really loved it. I think it's a fucking achievement. I think that I want more shit like this. And now, I hope they never make another one, because it is like a complete story, but I think they're going to ruin it and make another one. Joker 2. But if DC... Riddler. If DC... Because like, this movie's making tons of money. But DC needs to learn the right lesson from this movie. Make, give your auteur director, give him free reign to do what he wants, make a, like, a fucking weird standalone movie, see what happens. I mean, the Nolan Batman movies were good, and they were, they were successful financially. The wheels didn't fall off until they, like, yeah, they started to, like, chase the Marvel but Batman team-up all, dream, right? That is, that is true. That they is chased true. the Marvel team-up dream, but they tried to make a movie with the team before... Yeah, they would give a rat's ass about the characters. Yeah. Exactly. It's like they took, they didn't, they, they were like, oh, Avengers is cool. They didn't realize that, hey, all those, like, it took, what, five standalone movies to yeah. make that happen. No, this one, they had Man of Steel, then, like, oh, we're going to throw Batman and Wonder Woman in the next one. Just, and that worked out great. Uh, so, anyway, the Joker's fantastic. Again, y'all want to see it, I'm down. I really would like to see it again before it gets out of theaters. Uh, I also watched El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie. Oh, how was that? Either y'all Breaking Bad fans. Not really. I liked. I I never watched all. I hadn't, didn't finish the series, but I watched like the, the first three. Disgusting. Finish it. It's like the best show well, I know. The same way. I just I get tired of seeing it. the same storyline over and over and over. That's not even true. It's not even the same storyline. Okay, how is it? Uh, the movie is excellent. Uh, Vincent Gilli- Gilligan. I always want to call him Gillian, but it's Vince Gilligan. Gilead. It's Vince Gilligan is a fucking genius. I don't, like, he's made a great show, and then he made two spinoffs now. What's the other spinoff? Better Call Saul. Yeah, what's the other one? This movie. This constitutes a spinoff? Yeah, it's totally a spinoff. It's a sequel, basically, to the show. Well, that's not a spinoff. Sure it is. It's the same thing. How is a spinoff not a sequel? The sequel's a continuation. Alright, fair enough. Well, you said two spinoffs the other day. I was like, Better Call Saul. I was trying to think... Like dragging my brain trying to think what the other thing was. No, I meant this, but I mean, okay. brother-in-law. Generally speaking, when you <laughs> go back into Hank. when you Copy. go law. Generally speaking, when you go back into a series like this, it doesn't end well. And he's example given Arrested Development. Yeah, he's done it, and this movie is amazing. Also, like Aaron Paul is a really good actor. Yeah, I don't I like think Aaron I really Paul. gave him the credit he deserves. Like. 
I really like this movie a lot. I think Bojack Horseman. That's his best role, Todd Shabbos. I think uh, he's you know, like he's great in it. I think that the the storyline is satisfying for uh, hardcore Breaking Bad fans like me. Uh, Robert Forster's like possibly last performance, which is kind of sad to see because he yeah, just ripped Robert Forster. He just passed away. So, but he's really good in the movie. He reprises his role as the guy that like smuggles people out, like out into Alaska or whatever. Um, he's really good in it, obviously. Um, but I liked it a lot. I thought I like I liked everything about it. I mean, it felt basically like a two-hour episode of Breaking Bad, but like for somebody that has wanted more Breaking Bad, you know. And uh, you know, there's some flashback scenes where you get Walter, which is cool. They they flashback to him at like season one Walter, which I thought was like really interesting. But like the the whole movie is kind of about Jesse's like evolution as a character like where he started to where he is now and because you know in the final season of breaking bad he was like tortured and shit and he went through a, a lot and it's kind of interesting to see him at the very beginning like just being this totally broken man and then they go all the way back for a little bit for a little bit to season one jesse when he was still this like street punk captain yeah, cook or whatever yeah his name bitch was. guy and i don't know it's it's i don't know it was really cool like i i really enjoyed it it was like um the best kind of like, like nostalgia trip for for that kind of thing. Plus, adding like I, I like the story that they told it with current era Jesse. The only thing I have a problem with, and it has nothing to do with the quality of the film, is that the actor that played I can't think of the guy's name. He played the hitman that like fucking tortured Mike Jesse. No, not Mike. Um, no, he's in the final season. The guy he's been in a ton of shit. He's in Fargo season two as Kristen Dunst's husband. He was in... Oh, Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons. So Jesse Plemons was in Breaking Bad initially, but has since gained a lot of weight in the ten-year span between yeah. the two. So he looks completely different, and it's a little jarring. I watched a little... Netflix did a good job because before you watch it, they put a whole, like... It's like five minute recap of the entire Breaking Bad show. Oh, so I never even need to finish this. It's show. pretty cool. I like that. I recap. I was like, that's that's a fun refresher, you know. <clears throat> but you see him, and you're like, oh wow, he looks totally different. And now, you know, I mean, it's supposed to take place when you see him back then, obviously, because he dies in the end of well, the end of the show. But and that's the one thing. But honestly, like, what are you gonna do? I mean, he yeah, got guy put on guy gain weight. Taken off. Guy like, gain weight. So yeah, yeah exactly. that guy's good. Also, people, I I didn't know this because I I don't think I I was late to Breaking Bad. I watched it like well after like its fandom had kind of died down. But like people used to call him Meth Damon. Which yeah, I, I was think it's kind like of funny. Alcohol syndrome, Matt. Because he kind of looks like Matt. Damon. He's also in a really good episode of Black Mirror. That is one of the best episodes. You ever Black seen Mirror. that? Where he's no, like the no. Captain. Star Trek episode. It's really good. Black Mirror. He's in a game night. That movie's funny. That movie is funny. I've seen that. Yeah, the Black Mirror episode's great because they they you know, feel demonish right there. You know how like the idea of, like creating like AIs where they're just kind of like your playthings. Well, he the the concept of this Black Mirror is that AIs like retain all the information, so they're living in this like fucking never ending fucking nightmare. Hmm. That this guy's like in a like this guy basically he's a game developer, and he goes into like this like uh, like virtual reality game and it's like the Star Trek uh, Enterprise and he he like he's cloned all these people from his office to be these characters these Star Trek characters but and, it's like genetic memory like yeah. they're out in the real world doing whatever he got like he got like a lollipop they tasted or something yeah. and he brings them in and they think they are 
them still, in here. Yeah, hmm. they're like a copy, but they have all the the capacity of the the people in the real world. It's a terrifying concept because they're they're just alive in this like fucking fake reality. Yeah, I thought it was really just, cool. Like, also, speaking of Fargo uh, connections, the wife of in Fargo season two is the, the lead actress in that episode of Black Mirror. She looks. Okay. She looks kind of like Tom. The yeah, the cancer cancer wife. Cancer I am, wife. I am cancer wife. Alec, what'd you watch? Uh, have you seen the new uh, Picard trailer? I have not. It looked. Did it make good. you Picard? No. Damn nice. It. Damn it. Don't nice that. It wasn't good. Rescind your nice. Taking it back. Um, I, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it's on CBS Plus, so I'll never watch it. I get, yeah, that, <laughs> I the, am not getting. That's C- the problem. I, you know, people say, "Well, where do you draw the line with streaming services?" CBS Plus. Yeah, which is a shame. Are they charging for CBS now? For the CBS Plus, they are. Yeah, so you yeah, can't like, watch the Twilight you know, Zone. Like their original content stuff is. Like, the new Star Trek show from, like, two years ago is on there. That's the only place you can watch it. Mm. Or you can steal or it off the you internet. Can steal it which I watched the, the first season, and it was awful. Mm. Um, I thought the first episode was good. I did not care for it. Um, yeah, the Twilight Zone's on there. They got some other stuff on there. I haven't watched You can it. watch Young Sheldon whenever you want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I haven't I watched watching, any of the Twilight Zone. I love watching Zone. football, and they uh, oh, hammer that Young Sheldon home. Is, um, and it's like one of the most successful shows on TV. Because people are fucking morons. I mean, goddamn. It's true. They are morons. Do you remember when Young Sheldon came out and there was that meme that was like like alternate episodes of Young Sheldon that was like a picture of Young Sheldon and then like just the most horrific like premise of the episode. Young Sheldon opens the door and is beaten to death by his... <laughs> like It was like shit like that. I watched that. Yeah. As long as it meant that... Uh, was it Nerdgasm, whatever that show was called, never came into play? Oh, Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Um, so I watched three... Three things? things. Three things? Uh, the first thing was Who's Harry Crumb? Classic. John oh, Candy John Candy movie? movie? Hell yeah. yeah. That movie, is, it's not bad. I, I'd like to rewatch that. Uh, I'd like to rewatch almost all John Candy movies. John Candy's really weird in it. I don't like remember it at all. He's at his, like, his acting is very weird. He's not... Like, in most John Candy things, he's either, like, a lovable goofball, or he's the straight man. What's it about? He's, like, a private detective. Like, his family, like, his dad and his dad's dad are all, like, super successful private detectives. And he's, like, the third generation of it, but he's not. He's an idiot. He's no good at it. Yeah. He's terrible at it. Um, So Jeffrey Jones runs the detective agency for him. Like, put him on assignment in, like, Omaha. Nice. Just to keep him out of their, like, offices right. and out from underfoot. And then uh, a girl gets kidnapped, and they hire him to find her. Spoiler alerts. <laughs> Jeffrey Jones is the one who kidnapped her. Oh, shit. So he wants the worst detective on the case. I need to watch this movie. It's, it's not bad. I feel it's like I've, I've had to have seen it. I, just I, I remember know. seeing it a long time ago. It's not bad. There's some parts where he imitates and does, like, uh, costumes of... Other races that aren't American oh, no. that are troublesome. <laughs> yeah, to say just the like least. we were talking about. Yeah, yeah they're not. Uh, they're not great. <laughs> um, Which races? Uh, well, one's like a one's like got a Russian be or Asian. Like a, so no, no. Well, it was a Middle Eastern. Oh, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah he has like a turban and he's like, <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> um, so it's like hanging out with Gogs any night of the week. Hey, I'm All Gog. Middle Eastern hey. jokes. What's up, buddies? Um, <laughs> nothing, nothing. 
Oof. <laughs> but yeah, that movie, it's not bad. It's not one of his better movies. What did you watch that bad. on? Uh, Crackle, maybe? Nice. Or Hulu? I don't know, something. Some of the commercials? Either, it was either Crackle or Voodoo, because Hulu's movies don't have commercials. Right. Yeah. So it was TV Crackle or Voodoo, because it had commercials in it, I'm pretty sure. Um, well, that started us down a rabbit hole of just looking up all the cast of, uh, we didn't watch anything else from them, but the cast of like SCTV. Yeah, yeah. Because Stacey had never heard of that. Oh, all those. start looking like at Rick it, Moranis she was like, oh my God, like, it's yeah. like everybody. Like, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of people I didn't even know were like in Larry it. Larry David? Uh, no, that's Second City. Well, SCTV was like spawned from. Oh, that was Second, that, Second that's City. Seen, yeah, what yeah. am I, what's the Canadian one I'm thinking of? Wait. Not uh, Strange with Candy? No. Earlier than that. Doesn't matter. Move on. Yeah, SCTV has got a lot of good people in it. It's pretty funny. Um, apparently, they to get the show aired in Canada, they had to have a certain amount of Canadian mm-hmm. stuff in each episode. So that's where like the uh, the Strange Brew Brothers came from. Uh, Rick just Mar- so they could so air So Rick Moranis it. was part of that. So they could, yeah, he was in it... Uh, Oh, it's the other guy, Dave, whatever his name is. The other guy from the other Canadian one. Bank, yeah. But John Candy, like a bunch of people from SNL were in that first and then went to SNL. Is John Candy Canadian? I don't know if he's Canadian, yeah. but he's a Canadian bacon. Yes. John, That's a good movie. John Can- That's a better movie than this. Canadian. John Candanadian. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, the other two movies I watched, one was In the Tall Grass. Oh, the the movie Netflix has been trying to get me to watch What's for two about? weeks. I wouldn't bother. Yeah, no. it's what everyone said. It, it's not that. It's What's not it very about? good. It's a apparently it's based on a Stephen King book oh. or Stephen King story. Uh, there's this like field of grass. This couple, not the couple, it's brother and sister are driving cross country. Mm-hmm. They pull over because the sister gets sick, and they hear a kid calling out from the grass saying, That's "Hey, crazy. help me! I can't." That's fucking creepy. Oh, very creepy. I'm I'm lost. I can't get out. Um, they go in the grass to help him as the mom is screaming, "Don't come in! Don't come in!" They get in the grass and immediately, like all sense of like, they're lost. They're they can't find each other even though they're like two feet away. Huh. Like the dimensions of the field change, so like they're right next to each other one second, and then they have to yell to hear each other. It's an interesting, interesting concept, but the execution is just not. Yeah. Just what if they go somewhere, or is it just not? They just have this idea and they don't really do anything with it. It's just like all Stephen King stuff. It gets into like old, like Indian folklore. And stuff. There's like an ancient rock in the middle of this field that when you touch it, you become corrupted. Which is a that's a huge Stephen King like thing. Um, King thing. Yeah, and like it does have some neat like almost time travel elements Mm -hmm. because so the girl who gets the girl the sister who gets stuck in the field, her and her brother were driving cross country because she was pregnant. Was gonna have a baby and give it up for adoption to this couple in wherever in San Diego. Her ex boyfriend, who is the father of the baby, comes behind them, which like you think it's like a day later when they first show. But then he sees their car and like it's been there for like weeks. Oh, okay. Um. But then it goes back and he hears another car pull up and he's yelling for somebody to help him. And the car that pulls up is the original kid and his family. 
So it's like a weird. Oh, that's kind of. There's a lot of interesting cool. concepts with the X. It just, it's just doesn't not, go anywhere. It's just not there. What the if acting it was in the tall ass. Ooh. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> better. Though. The acting's not great. The only like isn't that Patrick re- Wilson? He's like the only yeah. actor in it, and Patrick Wilson's not good. <sighs> he's very hit or miss. Good it's, in Fargo season two. Like it's it's so hard to believe that he could be that good in Fargo season two and everything else I've seen him. I'm saying like, that. For eh. He's good in Hard Candy. He was good like 20 years ago, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's fine in Watchmen. I would argue that performance is yeah, very I, good. I, yeah, I guess Watchmen. I forgot it was even him. He's kind of flat in Watchmen. I know that's his character. Most of the people are. Yeah. Now, Carlo Vigino. Nope. Big ups. No, yeah. Love them. <laughs> Fangs. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It, it just doesn't. Not worth watching. It was missing something. It didn't quite Stephen like. Stephen King is because, like, I know he's always been a guy that's prolific as far as people making his shit into movies, but I feel like lately it's, like, great. Like, you had Gerard's Game, you had this, you had that 1912 movie. Yeah. Was, that, like, was that called? 1912? 1922. 22. 22. 22. Yeah. That movie was good. I, I did not see that. I liked that a lot. Yeah, Tom. Tom yeah, was uh, good. I guess this book, this book. For this movie, it was, he like co-wrote it with his son. Oh, Joe Hill. I yeah. like Joe Hill. So it's I don't I don't know. It just it wasn't quite there. Yeah, like it needed some more work. Like I feel like a lot of Netflix originals do. Yeah. There's a reason why they're on Netflix and not getting released in theaters. They're not quite like fully formed. That are true ideas. Uh, the last movie I watched is a piece of trash. <laughs> nice. Went and saw it in the movies the other day called Jexy. The fuck is that? Jackson? It's got Adam Devine. Okay. He gets a he. he you saw this in the theater? Yeah. Never it's in, heard it's of in the this. theater right now. He gets a new phone. The new phone has basically Siri on it, but it's like a psychopathic on? Siri called Jexy, okay. voiced by Rose Byrne, who like he agrees to the user agreement without checking it, and like it has access to every electronic part of his life. I've literally and, never like, heard it, of this fucking. It's river. so bad. It is. I wouldn't recommend it. 5.9 on IMDb. That's a, it deserves less than that. 5.9. That's, that's I, I, how did you even hear of this movie? You just went to the theater and you were just like, oh, let's check something out. Well, she, she, we were going, we were going to look for something to do Saturday night and she just looked and was like, Jexy's playing in like an hour. Yeah, yeah, like, okay. might as well. I'd seen the trailer with something else I saw. Yeah. So I knew what it was, but like, man. You literally fell into something that I didn't think was a thing anymore. The the mall movie. You know, we're going to the mall. Let's go see something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, like, I don't know. After this, and there was a Netflix original he starred in. Her love interest. His love interest is kind of hot. She plays Storm. That's her? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's hot. That's Storm from the uh, Yeah, from the, new, the last newest X-Men. Movie. Yeah, she's hot. Um, yeah, this movie just... I'm 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 wondering if Adam Devine has it in him to be just a leading man, even in a comedy. I don't think so. He seems like, like a this, second There was fiddle. a Netflix movie. I forget the name of it. Game Over Man. No, I like that's that. one of the three of them. And that's yeah, that's good. All three of them, man. There's another it's one where it's like a romantic comedy with him and Alexandra Daddario. Oh yeah, and it's that's called not like the good. layover or something. Yeah, right? yeah. what gets, was the one with like him and somebody else were having to bang Aubrey Plaza and somebody else? So oh, like, that's Mike and. Dave need wedding dates. I didn't see that. So the guy that directed Jexy wrote The Hangover and Bad Moms. Oh yeah, he also wrote Office Christmas Party, which I like. Yes, and directed yep. it too, I think. Which I like that movie. So I guess if it's not ensemble casts, he doesn't know what to do with them. 
Um, all those Christmas parties are really funny. Yeah, I like that one. DJ Calvis. <laughs> you, you guys blind bought that, didn't you? Oh, he did. I just watched it with him. That's true. I encouraged him to do it. Anything else, Alec? Uh, no. A bunch of TV. Started watching Old Simpsons, like, starting on season two or three. Hell yeah. That's... We watched, like, two episodes of season one. I was like, I can't. Like, we gotta move past Yeah, it's this. season one. We gotta get into the... A little bit into the better stuff. Though there is, like, I was actually watching an episode of season one randomly the other day. The episode where he is caught with a stripper, the Princess Cashmere, and, like, all the picture gets circulated around because Bart makes copies of it. And there's this scene where this little kid goes to Homer and he goes, Hey, mister, doody doo and, and, and Homer's just like, yeah, all right, duty, duty, you two kids. That shit's funny. So. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, all right, what did we watch? We watched. This is going to be a real quick synopsis. The There's like shallows. nothing that happens in this movie. But, I mean, it, there's stuff that happens, but it's like. It's very, it's very straight line. Go ahead. What happens? Uh, Blake Lively is down in Mexico to go <laughs> surfing you. on Thank her you mommy's for your beach. Cultural respect there. <laughs> Shout out. Um,. So she's going to go surf the beach. Her dead mom surfed, I guess, in the 80s or whenever. And uh, she gets dropped off there. It's beautiful. It's, it's a gorgeous lagoon. She goes out there. She surfs with the locals. She decides to uh, catch one last wave. And that one last wave results in a shark knocking her off her board. And then for the next, I don't know... 50 minutes, she is uh, fighting for her life, rather smartly, uh, avoiding the shark, getting on, you know, she swimming to a rock, dodging the shark, trying to figure a way off. She right. gets her she leg fucking chomped <laughs> bad. Uh, well, first she swims to an extra big-ass whale uh, <laughs> that's been dead, and the shark obliterates that, so then she swims to a rock, she befriends a seagull. She's Steven Seagull. She fits. She fixes his wing. That's Steven Seagull. She makes a bye-bye video after a fat man who robbed her, and then her two surfing buddies all get chomped to pieces. That fat guy. That was like, he robs her, and then thinks her backpack full of all her stuff, her wallet, and her cell phone aren't enough. I'm gonna swim out there and steal her surfboard. It's too. real, real dumb. It's like okay, and he then go, he gets got. He gets got. And then he gets got, and, and then. then his dead body, the two surfer guys, totally. Well, missed. I guess high tide comes in, right? It could have washed it uh, out. I, but when they come back later, I guess it's washed back in. I don't know. It doesn't matter. They get a. Then she gets. Uh, she humps a buoy. She tries to call in a boat with a flare gun. She humps Baba Buoy. She somehow lights the ocean on fire. Yeah. And then she tricks the shark into yeeting itself to death. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, she's with uh, Thomas Wayne and her sister back in Galveston, Texas. And that's the movie. Yeah, this is the second movie that on in the movie, the podcast Uvra, where we've gotten a guy that played Thomas Wayne. Because remember in uh, the Chronicles of Riddick? That's right. Remember the, guy, the, that, the guy that played Thomas Wayne in the Nolan movies was yeah. in that. And now we've gotten the guy that played Thomas Wayne in Joker. She whizzle, popular. So apparently that was supposed to be Alec Guinness, or Alec, Alec Guinness, Alec Baldwin in the Joker movie, but they, they couldn't do it. Like, there was some kind of schedule conflict. He was busy playing Trump on Saturday Night Live? I think that... He was busy yelling at his daughter. Yeah. Nice. His hot daughter. Mm. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's it. This movie's a straight line. It's... It's a very... Know. Yeah. Um... 
It looks pretty. It looks pretty. There's some great shots. There's... I, in the end, I think they showed... The shark looked all right. I thought the shark looked pretty good. The shark looked better than the fucking the dolphins. dolphins. The dolphins look like horse shit. So we put all our budget in. The dolphins are going to be in for one scene. But I, Fuck it. It looked bad. The dolphins lured her to her fucking death. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the dolphins were dicks. Watch this. <laughs> but the shark, I thought the shark overall looked pretty good. I didn't yeah, have, it didn't look bad at all. But for the most part, they didn't show a lot of it, which is... That's what you need to yeah, do. Yeah, right. Not like Shark Exorcist, where they showed the whole thing several times. <laughs> it looked, it just looked like, like a, a from a, a 3 weird, game. A weird brown-orange turd that was yeah, floating around red with red eyes. Yeah, like, or she, green eyes, depending on the scene. When she when she first gets attacked and you don't see the shark at all, and it's, you just, it's just focused on her reactions, yeah. that was a really cool shot. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's fucking full of tan... Like, Tantion and panic. Tantion? Tantion and panic. I was trying to say, you know what I'm trying to say. Tantion. Um, panic. But, um, no, I, I'm trying to think. There was one scene where the shark, like, erupted out of the water and chomped some dude. Well, it was yeah, surprising. Was like, it didn't look great. Full air jaws. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what was only, like, eight feet of water. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't that deep. The shark kind of, like, I don't know, it's a movie, right? But, like, the shark was, like, him constantly going after her after he's been like on set on fire and all this other crap. It's like I don't know. Yeah, I don't like most animals don't have that kind of like revenge. No, just this one. Just birds, really. No, yeah, birds are dicks. Um, I don't know. We need a five knuckle shot. I feel like there's not like a whole lot of in between to talk about. Well, I would I'd say this. I think that Blake Blake Lively's she did a good. I thought she did a good job in it. And I thought yeah. her character was written very smart. Like the character yeah. did smart things like sometimes you watch movies and especially like I guess this counts as a horror movie right Is yeah it, I would say so or it's like, a suspense movie it's, like in horror movies like the, to the point where they made you know jokes about it in Cabin in the Woods like people make notoriously stupid decisions in horror movies and she made smart decisions in this movie well and they also like wrote her character to be like an intelligent person like she was a doctor or something she's a med student not so like, like she's not all like she's sense. not like Ray where she's like oh I automatically know how to like be a surgeon now and suture my wounds and dude that when that scene where oh. she's that scene where yeah, she's closing up her leg scene. with her earrings is that's the best scene in the whole movie that, that scene fucking rules um you know the all the little tech window things they did, like showing her phone and her watch and stuff, was you know, like little heads up displays. That was right. visually interesting. Yeah, yeah it kind of kept you. Didn't it? Didn't take you out of it completely. Um, I I agree with I think what TJ's probably gonna say is the ending could have been two or three minutes shorter. You could have just ended with her getting like out of the water. I, right. You don't need to go back to the beach and then her and her sister and then her dad's there. It's like that's that's all not necessary. Yeah. It shows they love each other. I mean, don't you get that already? No. Oh. Uh, all right, five knuckle shuffle time. Ooh, it's a tight one. What time? How much? Five minutes. Fine. Nice. I'm tired. I love it. Night. It's not even. Yeah. Not even ten thirty. Stretch it out. Alan. Seven. I'll say it's a short movie. It's a very point A to point B. Um. The effects, aside from one effect, are pretty good overall. Blake Lively's good. There's really no other actors to speak of. There's like, yeah, it's a There's one like hander. a couple other actors have like two or three lines, but they're only in it for like two minutes, and most of them get eaten. Yeah. Um, the shark looks good. Uh, dead whale looks good. Yeah, the dead whale's and cool. gross. She's there like climbing a, it and like digging the, her hands into it. That was, super it, that was cool. Up. Yeah, that was super that cool. That thing must have 
stank. Oh, yeah. Well, not in real life because it's fake, but. I'm pretty sure it's a real whale. Real dead whale. Oh, wow. They boated that thing in. Good for them. The shark was real, too. Practical effects. Practical whales. <laughs> um, Practical whales. Yeah, and it's only 87 minutes long. Like, it didn't overstay its welcome and try to do more than it. Do more than it needed to. Like Gogs when you try to fuck him. It's just like, come on, let me, let me try this fucking move out. Come on, man. I'm just trying to go to bed. Hey, man, I got a book. <laughs> um, I'm working my way through it. Yeah. I'm happy with it. <laughs> left me satisfied. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, you, you always left me satisfied. <laughs> wow, this is going to be hard. Uh, Gogs. Yeah, it's a seven for me as well. It's, uh, it's good. I mean, it's not... You know, blow you away great, but it's good. I, I don't know if this movie... I don't know how this movie was received critically. I think probably critically it's in the same wheelhouse. I don't think it was panned or anything. Um, I don't really remember, like, any kind of buzz coming off of this movie. I, I think Blake Lively did real well in it. I think there's some beautiful shots. The scenery, it, you know, it's it's a one... It's, it's a one... It, it's her castaway, right? It's a like one setting, just her. Yeah, and she's even got, like, the Wilson... Analog with the bird. She got, yeah, she got all that going Steven on. Steven Seagal. But it's like half the time. Right. Yeah. And she's. Uh, and Helen Hunt doesn't cheat on her. Shout out. Yeah. Um, there's some. There's some. Uh, there's some genuinely good, tense moments in it. And. Uh, no, I mean, I liked it. It's not. I don't know if I'm going to rewatch it a bunch, but it's not. It certainly didn't feel like we didn't get dragged fucking through the mud like we have in some other movies. So. Oh, yeah. Fucking, it's a, it's a seven, and uh, and Blake Lively's a dime. Yeah, she is six point three on IMDb, seventy nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So right about that, fifty nine percent Metacritic. Yeah. So there we go. Teagles. Uh, I'm gonna be the contrarian of the group. Ten. Uh, not by much. Uh, <laughs> it's a six for me, dog. That's not. And I enjoyed you're it. Right there, the same place with us. I basically. enjoyed it. I got a little. I found myself a little bored with it at times. Like I feel like. I feel like the movie is kind of one note. I, you almost need another character, maybe. Like, I don't know. If, like, I thought Blake Lively did a good job, but I don't know if she's she's not Daniel Day-Lewis. She's not holding my interest. Made $119 million on a budget wow. of 17 Wow! 119 on 17 Yeah. Who put this out? Sony's Columbia Pictures. So that's Sony. Well, that movie made a wow. mint. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like a six bordering on a seven. It's still good. Like, I feel like the production of it is very well done. I liked all the effects. Like I thought, like we said earlier, when she like sews her legs shut, like it looks looks really cool. Terrible poster. Look at the shark. Um, that's awful. And I swoop on the boobs. I enjoyed. What the fuck am I even looking at? It's a bad poster. Look at the fin in the back. That's awful. By the time I got up to the buoy, the fin would be like 12 feet tall. That's stupid as shit. Um, but no, I mean, I, there's, there's some good, there's a lot of good things about the movie. I just felt that, like, the things that they added to try to, like, stretch the movie out felt like that. Like, the drunk guy on the beach. Yeah. And the two surfers. Like, it felt like, it felt like like they wrote themselves in their corner. Like, I don't know what else to do. And, like, this movie's only 86 minutes long, and they probably had to keep it at, like, this length to get it in theaters. Absolutely. So they had, they're like... (laughs) Leave it in. Pat right. it up. Well, it felt like they, they just didn't know what else they could put in there. Like, and I don't, honestly, like, if you, you asked me, to, what, what would you add? I don't even know. <laughs> but it felt like the, the stuff that they did add felt like that. And I don't know. It, it didn't compel me to, like, uh, 
I don't know, get into her character or anything. And, like, the stuff that they add for her backstory is all well and good, but to me, again, it just kind of felt like filler. Like, again, not terrible, but, like, not, like, great either. Well, didn't this movie also come out in, like, a way... I can't imagine how, like, how it made They people... should have given us some more of the shark's backstory. Yeah, that would have been fine. Right, like, the shark from birth, just, like... Boom, 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 like quick flashes across his life. Or the whale's backstory. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That poor guy. Yeah, that whale guy. But, like, when did, like, so this movie came out in 2016. Open Water came out. That was, like, 2003. That was a long time ago. Oh, was it really? Yeah. I feel oh. like. I thought that was, I, think, three, I thought all these five, movies. Like 2003, you're right. About 47 Border. Meters Down probably came out at the same time as this. They should make a horror movie for Republicans called Open Border. <laughs> it's just as terrifying. Dude, for 47 yeah, Meters Down has a sequel. Yeah, yeah, it just like came out. Here. Sylvester oh. Stallone's daughter is in it. Oh, snap. We talked about it on this show. I he doesn't listen, and he's hardly ever here. That's true. 47 Meters Down was 2017, so that came out the year after this. That made a killing, too, if they made a sequel. That's produced by a movie company that sounds so fake. It's it's uh, Every time I see the trailer like in a theater, it's it's by the like entertainment movie group. It's like, is it like a Chinese movie conglomerate? <laughs> something like that. It's like, it's, it looks so fake. Even their like logo looks fake. Mm. But anyway, yeah, this isn't a bad movie. It's a perfectly cromulent film. <laughs> it's a fine shark film. Um, it's a hell of a lot better than Shark Exorcist. I was shocked you didn't pick Deep Blue Sea, to be honest. Well, I mean, we've all seen it. I haven't seen this, so I wanted to pick... It was this or Dark Tide. What is Dark, Dark Tide? I have no idea. It came out in 2012, and it looks like garbage. Anyway, uh, so yeah. so It's, got, it's a traumatized shark expert, Halle Berry must battle alone fears to lead a thrill-seeking businessman on a dive into a dangerous section of water known as Shark Alley. <laughs> would, you guess what the, would you guess what the box office was for that movie? What? $432,000. Thousand? Thousand. God, they probably paid Holly Berry more than that. Shark Alley. That's awful. We should have watched That's that. Initial release April twelfth, 2012 in Russia. Oof. Mm. We should have watched Shark Alley. Damn it. God damn. I never, no, it was Dark Tide, right? Dark Tide. I'm sorry. Shark Alley's where they're going. Yeah. 47 meters down. Budget of 5.3. Made 62. That's crazy. 5.3 million for the shark horror movie. I guess people love shark movies. But I think in that movie, again, they didn't show the shark very much. And yeah. that's like... Well, that was found footage, right? 47 meters down is found footage. I don't think so. No? No. I don't know why I think these fucking shark movies are found footage. I guess because all of them now have some kind of handy cam element at some yeah. point. Or some yeah. kind of GoPro at some point in there. Alright. Well, tune in next week. We'll we'll figure out what other shark movie we're going to watch. 47 meters down, too. Yeah. How much did that make? Made 37 mil on a budget of 12. So they but still hit it three times. Triple, triple up. Yeah. Alright, everybody. Go fuck your own ass. You assholes. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Love you.